The fifth chapter and the fifth verse. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you this morning about the love of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Love the winner. Love the winner. Do you want to win every time? Hallelujah. Romans 5, 5 said, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Cotton Patch translation said, For God has given us a love transfusion. So we have a love transfusion. Praise God. Praise the Lord. You know, we in the body of Christ, uh, we've got things like the love of God. We got the faith of God. We got the joy of God. We've got those, but you still have to learn how to use them. You know, the body of Christ, if they need one thing, and more than anything else, is to learn to walk in the love of Almighty God. They're full of the love of God. If they ain't have the love of God, they need to get saved. See, because when you get born again, you've got the God kind of love. You've got the God kind of uh, faith. You've got the God kind of joy. You know, if we teach this thing right, people won't have any trouble receiving. Amen? Praise be unto God. In Big John 13, 34, he said, A new commandment. A new commandment. Well, I looked up, that ain't no new commandment. That ain't no new commandment. Look over in Leviticus. It, it'll tell you uh, uh, the same, repeats exactly what uh, uh, the Lord did. Said the same identical words in the English. He said, a new commandment I give you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Well, why is this a new commandment? Because before a man got born again, he could not walk in the agape love of Almighty God. You've got an ability now, no matter what comes up, you can act in the love of Almighty God. <clears throat> It'll win every time, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Why is it a new commandment? Because before man was born again, there was no such word as agape that man could walk in. See, God is agape. God is love, and we understand that. But there's something else. That love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, you know when you find out what you got in you? When trouble comes up. When a problem comes up. When your wife said such and such, and you want to cross her eyes. Hallelujah. So, we have a new commandment. Love as God loves. The word love there is agape. It's a Greek word. Only, only, only can born-again man operate in this kind of love. You know, natural human love, just natural human love, it's many uh, 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 words in the Greek. One of them's phileo, meaning a friend. Uh... Eros. I heard Martin Luther King Jr. preach on Eros one time. How many of you know he could preach on something besides civil rights? Huh? 
I heard him preach on the love of Almighty God and he talked about Eros. Said that's the kind he had for his wife when he was courting her. I'm not talking about that kind. I'm talking about a new kind of love that come into you the minute you was born again and it's shed abroad and you received a love transfusion from another world. Praise God. You can love just like God loved. He said a new commandment that you love as I have loved you. When you got born again, there's something called the fruit of the Spirit. Some folks say, well, that's the fruit of the Holy Ghost. Some say it's fruit of your born-again spirit. You don't make no difference. Your born-again spirit and the Holy Spirit's one. <laughs> he that's joined the Lord's one spirit. So whatever's in the Holy Ghost is in you. Praise God. And he said the fruit of the Spirit is love. See, the born-again man. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, faith, meekness, temperance. Do you know you have to... You, you can have all the faith in the world, but if you don't know how to use it, it won't do you any good. You can have the God kind of love, but if you don't have any teaching on and, and learn how to use it, it won't do any good. Do you know that you can act just like a heathen? Huh? Paul writes to the church at Corinth and said, you're carnal. You're carnal. What does that mean? That means you're carnivorous. That you act just like you ain't even been saved. You ever seen a problem come up with somebody and they act just like the world did? Huh? Well, that's when we find out. See, he said, by this will all men know that you are my disciples. How? By the power of God? No. By the healing power? No. Oh, that guy's been with the Lord. He can quote 1,400 scriptures. No. By this, the love of Almighty God, the love that's in you, that you exercise, that you step out in. When the problem looks bleak and it looks like you can't handle it, and it looks like it's more than you want to handle. You ever had a problem that you didn't want to handle? Huh? Yes, I don't want to fool with it. Well, that's when you fool with it. That's when you step out and exercise the love of Almighty God. Praise God. Praise God. So, the fruit of the Spirit, love. You have to grow in it. If fruit grows, fruit don't just all of a sudden, it's ripe. <laughs> you know, praise God. Praise God. Fruit grows by exercising it. Fruit grows by you using it. Not just you being taught it. See, we've been taught we got the love of God in our heart, but you know, let someone mess up and see how much love of God's shown. You know, when Jimmy Swaggart messed up, the best thing the body of Christ could have done was took her arms and stretched forth and say, listen, brother, bless God, hallelujah, it ain't the end. Praise God, come on in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We forgive. Praise God. So, fruit grows by use, by exercise, by you stepping out and acting on it. In 1 Corinthians 13, 8, it said charity. The word there is agape. The love of God that's in you said agape never fails, but whether there be prophecy, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Hallelujah. But he said, love never fails. Amplified said, love never fails. 
Another translation said, love never dies. Well, honey, I, you know, I loved you when we married you. I'll tell you what. No, I won't say that. <laughs> love never dies. What do you mean? That means, bless God, love won't ever die. It don't ever appear up there at, at, at the divorce court. It's never a case of love. You ever heard someone come before the judge? Why are you getting divorced? Said, oh, I loved him so much. I loved him so much I couldn't stand it. Hudson translation said, love never succumbs. Revised Standard said, love never ends. Cotton Patch Translation said, love never quits. Love never quits. It won't give up on you. Praise God. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the body of Christ has this God kind of love, but we need to teach and learn how to use it. You must be taught to walk. You must be taught how to use this love. See, uh, 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 we've, man, we got the faith of Almighty God and 90% of the body of Christ sick. Why is it? They've got the faith to be healed. Even a woman with an issue of blood that was not even born again, was not even saved, that was a heathen. Bless God, she came and Jesus said, your faith made you whole. If her faith, natural human faith, got her whole, how much will the God kind of faith get you whole? Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So we need to learn, we need to be taught to walk. Taught to walk. Hallelujah. John, big John 13, 34 and 5 said, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. He goes the next verse, said, By this, by what? The love of God. Oh, I thought it was by the power of God. Man, we had a powerful meeting and everybody got healed and 16 of them swung off the chandeliers. By this, the love of God, by this shall all men know that you're my disciples if you love one another. One translation knocks said, the mark by which all men shall know you. By the mark that all men shall know that you're my disciples. What's the mark? The love of Almighty God. Oh, hallelujah. That, that, that dear old sister's used in the gifts. Well, good. But that's not, that's not where, what Jesus said that they're going to know you. By the gifts or by the power, not by the wealth. Hallelujah. Wealth is not a sign of spirituality. Amen. It belongs to you. Hallelujah. It belongs to you. It's yours. But that's not a, that's not just some kind of sign. Well, man, that guy's prosperous. He must, uh, 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 he must know God. Well, that may be true and it may not be true. He might have inherited something from Uncle Ned. Hallelujah. See, praise God. Praise God. Well, that guy can quote, I, you know, when, when I, I first come around charismatic people, I was in a Pentecostal church and this guy got out. And that fellow started praying over there in, in, in Galatians. 
And he went through Galatians. He quoted Galatians. He quoted Ephesians. He got over Philippians, got over in Colossians. I was listening to him. I said, man, that guy is something, man. I had a little business dealing with him about a month later, and that was the meanest man I ever fooled with in my life. Didn't say by, by how much scripture you can quote. He said, by the love of Almighty God. I had a little $300 job for him to do, and he charged me $1,200. You think I was going to exercise the love of God? I wanted to cross his eyes. You know what I said? Thank you. Appreciate you coming. Hallelujah. He looked at me like, well, you must be an idiot. Do you know that? He thought, well, how come that guy thanked me? I know he thought about that a lot later. He had a heart attack not long after that. And you know the first person he called? He called me. He was a deacon in a Pentecostal church. Hallelujah. By this shall all men know you. How? By you quoting everything, by the power of God, by the gifts of the Spirit, by your... No, by the love of Almighty God and you exercising it. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. You know, when I was around Baptist folks, them folks sang a song, Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else would do. Nothing else would work. Nothing else. Didn't anything else work? But love, the love of Almighty God lifted us up out of a horrible pit in the miry clay. And it set our feet on a solid rock. Not by us downing somebody. Not by us talking about somebody. Not by us having a gift to straighten everybody out. By this. Hallelujah. I can remember an old white-headed woman named Sister Bab. Her husband run the, one of the banks in town. And that old woman couldn't sing a lick. But because they gave a lot of money, they put her up there to sing it. You ever seen that? <laughs> they put her up there to sing. But let me tell you something. She couldn't carry much tune, but something come out of that old woman. I was just nine, eight, nine years old, and that old white-haired woman wore that old hairdo on her head, and she'd sing, and it didn't sound like much, but something else come out of her heart. It was the love of Almighty God. You know what I did as a nine-year-old boy? She got up and sang one time, just as I am. I walked the aisle, nine years old. I didn't know why I was walking the aisle. They didn't tell me. You know, I got down there, and they raised a hand. They voted me in. I didn't know what I was in. They didn't tell me that, you know. They had a rededication meeting one time. I went. They was giving out spud nuts. I liked them spud nuts. <laughs> Amen. That's before I walked that aisle. And the preacher said, well, what are you doing? I come down front. It's a rededication meeting. He said, what are you doing down front? I said, I come to rededicate. He said, you got to dedicate first. <laughs> My folks sent me to church. They didn't take me. I'd go through the front door and grin and go out the back and go over and play the pinball machine at the bus station. <laughs> said, buy this. You know, I walked down that aisle. I, don't, I ain't forgot that. I walked down that aisle. I met Dennis. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I think one of them old boys I was sitting with pushed me and I had to walk, you know. So I walked down there. 
But I remember that old white-haired woman come down front and hug my neck. I remember that. Hallelujah. And at 36 years old, sitting in my front living room, those thoughts come back to my head and I open my Bible there and to John 1.12 and it said, To as many as received Him gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. All that come back to me. Praise God. I can remember a menu day, Geraldine Brown had come in my store and she said, Jesus loves you. And I thought, well, that's crazy woman. Leave me alone. Come in there crying. Been praying over me. Come in there crying. Come in there crying and said, I need to talk to you. Don't talk to me. Talk to me and something would get all over me. I didn't know what it was. See, I wasn't going to listen to that. I said, them folks is voodooing me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By this, Shall all men know that you're my disciples by the love of God. I had an old man come in my store one time and he was squalling. He was squalling named James Morris. And James come in there and he told me, he said, can I talk to you? He's about half scared to even say hello, you know. Back then, black people didn't say hello and goodbye and all that stuff. You listening to me? He said, I need to talk to you. So what is James? I thought maybe his folks were dead and something needs something. What is it? You know, I'd help you. He said, I just come to tell you about Jesus. And what broke down and went to squall, and I thought he was an idiot. I thought he done lost his mind. Come in there, man, on a Saturday, and I got folks lined up, 20 rolls down here everywhere trying to get checked out, and you coming in there telling me about Jesus. But I never did forget it. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples, say. I sat in my living room and all those thoughts come back to me. What Geraldine said, what James said, what preacher said. One preacher told me, now he really lo loved the Lord. He walked in love of God. He said, I ain't never coming back in your store no more. I had called a fellow up there. You know, I wasn't saved. I called a black man up there. I said, well, will uh, the Lord save black folks? Uh, yeah. I said, well, it'd be all right if he comes to your church if he gets saved. They got, you know, they like to go to their own church. Look, he told me later after I got saved, he said, I done got where I wouldn't even look over at your store, much less come in there. I done embarrassed him. You know what some of them folks with the love of God will do? When some of those black churches burn down, they'll get it up every bit of the money in the world, put you in a church, and keep you down there in the quarters. Well, you won't come to church up there with them and sit by their little children because they love folk. You'll know them by the love of God. Anybody still out there? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, one of the things that the love of God will do, now, I'm not a big preacher on civil rights and all this, but one thing the love of God will do, it'll stand up for what's right. It'll stand up for civil wrongs and speak out against it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Love lifted me. I know when I first got saved, my sister, she'd been saved a long time, had a husband, and he is Yankee, and I didn't like him. And she brought him off down here on me. 
and uh, for me to feed. And I, uh, I've tried to work. He he do everything wrong. He, it looked like he do things on purpose to tear my equipment up. I had a big farm. I I, I raised a lot of hay. I I, I bailed twelve thousand bales of hay every year. Had cows, all kind of stuff down there. Plus, I had a grocery store. And I put him off down that farm where he wouldn't get in my way. I didn't want to fool with him. I was a heathen. You know, didn't like him. Hallelujah. Tore up my baler. Tore up everything. He found that handle on that baler and he got, he got where he didn't like to pick up them big bales. He got to making little bales of hay about a foot. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? Say, I'm a heathen. What do you mean? Now, he went to church. Why do you do that? Why do you do that? You done used all my string up. He'd run out of string about two or three times. Made a little bale. I went over there and had bales of hay. This looked like someone played in the playhouse. He come up at the house, him and my sister, and I said, what do you mean doing something like that? You have tore up my bale. You've tore up my bush hog. You've tore... He thought I put him to cutting trees down with a power saw where they'd fall on him. He thought I wanted him to fall on him, you know. I didn't want him to fall on him. I was just getting him away from me. Let him cut. I didn't care what he cut, you know. He got smart to me after tearing all my stuff up. Said, mirror, run his mouth. And I just kind of just tapped him, you know. And it hair lifted. They had to go sew him up. Well, he never did come back around me. Well, three or four years later, I got saved. Well, I was driving one day, and the Lord said, go apologize to that fellow. Now, you think I wanted to apologize to him? He tore my stuff up. He tore my bailer up. I had a fellow named Ed Fraser. He fixed anything, and he couldn't even fix it after he tore it up. I had to call a man out of Louisiana to come up here. Said, who's been working on that? I wouldn't say. I said, it just happened. I didn't want no one to think I was ignorant enough to put that fellow to work around me. Well, I done tapped him. Three or four years later, I got saved. Lord told me, said, go by and talk to him. Apologize. Well, I griped all the way over there. You know, I didn't like that. I don't think it was my job to apologize. He tore my stuff up. He ought to apologize. He was the Christian. But he didn't. And I did want to walk in the love of God, you know. I knew I was supposed to. I pulled up in his yard and he was out there raking. And he started backing up. He had his rake there, you know. <laughs> you know. And he got to my... Hallelujah. He got, got to his door, got inside the door and latched his screen. And I said, Roy, I need to talk to you. He said, what about? I said, I come to apologize, you know, for the what, I guess apologize for tapping you lightly. <laughs> and I went to cry. And I said, I'm sorry. And I mean this from my heart. I'm sorry that I, I didn't know any better. I might have could have made something out of him. If I'd have walked in the love of God and put something in him instead of knocking something out of it. <laughs> you understand what I mean? The love of God don't fail. The love of God don't quit. 
The love of God don't succumb to problems. Won't do it. Bless God, I'll be there when the morning comes. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Say, anyone, anyone can act in the love of God. You know, I prayed for that boy. I, he went through Bible school. I personally sent him through seven years of Bible school. I had a grocery store. Sent him to my, my sister. You know, I'd do anything to keep him away from me. That's the truth. Praise God. She'd find a way to go to down in me about everything and me feeding. You ever heard of someone biting a hand that feeds you? She told me, said, now when mama gets old, the Lord told me to take care of mama when she gets old. So mama got where she couldn't drive or stuff and, you know, couldn't. She Folks would call me from oil market and said, do you know such and such? I said, uh, oh, well, yeah, uh, who is it? Uh, Mona, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know, I hate to even say that's my mama. You know, she's out there. She don't even know what town she's from. See, had the all timers or the some timers or whatever. Anyway, I called my sister. I said, I went and got mama today. She is out at a Bells or somewhere, Walmart. And see, she just took her car and just rammed it into my car. Just ram. I said, I said, I told her I was going to carry her home. She said, you ain't carrying me nowhere. <laughs> and I didn't. But see, I said, you said the Lord wants you to take care of her. I said, well, I'll tell you what. I'll have to talk it over my husband. The Lord didn't tell you that? Well, I, you know, I, 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 I said, well, let me tell you what I'll do. You know them houses down there on Smith Street? I said, I'll give you one of them houses. If you, you can take it and sell it, you know, and you'll have enough money, to, you know. She said, well, I better talk it over my husband. I said, well, you know them two-story apartments. Yeah? I said, I'll give you them if you'll come, come get her. Well, I'll call you back as soon as I talk to my husband. I said, I'll tell you what, you know the house mama lives in on the corner? I'll give you that lot and all that house right there. Praise God. She said, I'll be right to give you. I'll be right down there. See? Now, if I wanted to, I'd get upset with that. See, I worked for that stuff as a young man. See, and I can say the love of God, the love of God or whatever. But let me tell you something. I'm just so thankful she's living down there and I don't have to go get her. It's worth more than one or two or three houses or ten houses. Are you listening to me? Because I know something else. The love of God will never fail. It will not fail. Now it, looked like I, uh, it looks like uh, uh, she's got my uh, uh, houses. She, looked, she sold one of them for a big price. Hallelujah. You know what I did? I rejoiced. Hallelujah. I'm glad she got it. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to get upset. See, that's easy to get upset when you've been defrauded. It's easy. See, anybody can walk in the love of God as long as everything's going its way. As long as everything's just right. And nothing, no problem. What about when you're disappointed in somebody? What about when someone's lied to you? What about when someone stole from you? Huh? I'm doing bread preaching, y'all. Amen. In this morning, now, 
Praise God. Hallelujah. How does love react when it goes through a trial? See, anybody, anybody can jump up and down when everything's going all right, you can swing off the fans. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, ain't this lovely. What about when sickness comes, a trial comes? What about when a financial need comes? How does a fellow walk through that? If a person can tell you're going through something, then you ain't in faith. Hallelujah, and you sure ain't in love. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, and the Amplified Bible says, See, we're talking about how to learn to walk in love. How to react. See, praise God, praise God. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Now, a lot of people endure long, but they don't do it patiently and kind. I went through it. Well, I'll endure it to the end. Was you patient and kind doing it? Love never is envious or boils over with jealousy. Is not boastful, vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily, is not conceited, arrogant, inflated with pride, is not rude, unmannerly, does not act unbecomingly. A lady acts like a lady. And a man acts like a man. He don't mind opening the door for somebody. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't just, it ain't just Oh, hallelujah, and hugging one another's neck in church. It's what you do behind closed doors that counts. See? Love. God's love in us does not insist on its own rights, its own way, for it is not self-seeking. Fellow sat in my office. And I had told him, I said, come by every day or two and, and, and we'll talk. Every time he come by, all he talked about was uh, his ministry, how he could improve his ministry. How, and see, that galled me. What about the lost? He never asked me one time, how can I get people born again? How can I get someone, how can I get some kids turned on? How can I, do, it's always how I can improve myself. How I can promote myself. Well, let me tell you something. I told my wife, I marked him, that fellow won't mount to a hill of beans. You won't mount to nothing if all you is how I can promote myself. Do you know right now I can be preaching in, in some of the biggest churches in the United States and overseas too? I've had calls from France. I've had calls from Italy. I've had calls from Australia. I've had calls from a bunch of places. Fella, call the other day from Australia. I can be preaching a lot of stuff, but God called me here because He wants to see something established right here in this little town of Eldorado. He wants to see black and white people come together under the love of Almighty God and see that there's no prejudice and no schism in any of it. Hallelujah. You know, people don't care what you know. They just want to know you care. They don't care what you know if you've got the best message in the world. And I believe that we do. I believe it with all my heart. That these in Christ truths will be in the body of Christ one day. But let me tell you something. That ain't the most important thing. Love pays no attention to suffered wrong. The only reason I use my brother-in-law for an example because it's the best thing I know of. <laughs> Hallelujah. If he called me right now, I'll send him anything I got. Except my wife. And I might send her, send him her shoes or something. <sighs> Does not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness. 
See, we're talking about learning to walk in the love of God. We got the love of God in our heart. Do you know if you had not been taught how to use faith, you, you can have all the faith in the world. Won't do you a bit of good. You have a million dollars in the bank. You don't know how to get it out. It'll set up there and rot. The love of God shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We need teaching and we need to learn how to use what we have on a daily basis when little problems come up. You know, if you take care of the little things, big things take care of itself. Do you know that? You don't have to, you don't have to buy a new house, new car every, every day. You don't have to get married every day. Big things will handle it. Does not rejoice at injustice, unrighteous, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love is ever ready to believe the best of everyone. Well, I knew that sucker wasn't going to make it. I've been telling you for years. I've been telling you he ain't got nothing. Huh? Ever ready to believe the best. In somebody. Do you know, when I run a grocery store, I found those truths out. Do you know they'll work for a heathen just like it will for a Christian? I found out that I could put something in them boys instead of knocking it out of them. I trained them boys. Them, them boys that worked for me, sometimes I'd have 25, 30 boys working for me. I had the first black checker in El Dorado, check groceries. Say, how come you had him? I was a heathen and he done better work than them white boys. That's the only reason. I show I was prejudiced like everybody else. You listening to me? I know what it's like. I know what it's like to look down on somebody else like, like there. And I know what it's like for someone to feel like they've been mistreated and, and looked on. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ is the common denominator. He puts it all on the same basis. If any man be in Christ, he's got a new daddy. He's a new kind of a man. He belongs to a new family. Hallelujah. Ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes, its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances. You don't give up on it. Well, I went with you my last mile, brother. <laughs> it's over with you. You don't give up. You just don't give up on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know why people can't walk in the love of God? Because they want to get under the care of something. They want to handle it. Jesus said, cast all your cares over on Him, for He cares for you. Cast all your anxiety, all your worries, every bit of it, cast it over on Him. What difference does it make if this guy messed up? What difference does it make if Jim Baker or, 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 or was that guy from Hampton over there? Marvin Gorman? What if he messed up? You know, I seen Marvin Gorman a couple of three weeks ago. He's been restored and got a fine church now. Messed up. Messed up bad. What'd he do? I don't know. I didn't listen to all that. You know, if you won't listen to all that kind of junk, you won't get involved in it. If your ear turns into a slop bucket, bless God, you're going to hear slop. See, you, someone like will tell you on, something on somebody and three months ago they got it straightened up and done got it right. 
Never let what other people think of you determine your happiness. Don't let what other people think of you determine your actions. Praise God. Let only what God thinks of you determine it. You know, love, love never responds to anger. Tell you something else. Love don't ever defend itself. Kenneth Hagin belonged to a Pentecostal denomination as a young man. And they called him in one day and said, you know, Brother Hagin said, you've got a flaw in your character. What is it? He said, you never do defend yourself of what you're preaching about this faith and healing. He said, I count that, I count that one of my strong points. He said, you must be a nut. You must be some kind of a nut. You won't even defend what you're preaching. He said, I sure won't. He said, every one of them came to him later. Every one was in that meeting came to him later and said, I see what you're talking about after he heard him preach on the love of God. Amen. See, not defending yourself is not, is not a, a, a weakness. That's a strong point. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. You know, when someone says something about you, you know what you need to do? Check up on it and see if it's right. They lie to be right. Huh? If someone says something about me, I'm going to check up and see what I've done. I might have done that. If it is, I'm going to straighten it up. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Luke, the 17th chapter, He said, Take heed to yourselves, if thy brother trespass against you and rebuke, and thee rebuke him, and he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against you seven times a day, and seven times a day turn to you and ask you to forgive him, forgive him. Huh? Look how that work in a marriage. I would never have no counseling session with husband and wives. Amen. You know, love's quick to say, I forgive. Love works at being quick to say it. Hallelujah. And meaning it, not just saying it. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. So you ever heard folks say, well, I'll forgive you, but I ain't going to forget it? You ain't done nothing. You are mouthing words. You know what forgetting it means? It means you don't ever bring it up again. Hallelujah. I've dealt with people that never get over the hump and they all they talk about is what happened to them when they was a kid. Well, I got abused. I got abused. Well, what if you did? That was the old man. You're a new creation, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I got hurt as a kid. Well, you want to bring it up and hold it up over somebody's head the rest of their life. Well, that won't work. Hallelujah. You know, after I got saved, I told him, boy, you know, when something come up in the house, I said, yeah, I know what to do to you. Uh, you got a spirit of idiocy and I'll get something and knock it out of you. I'd like to beat two or three blessings clean to death. Till I learn. Put something in them. Put something in them. Put something in them. Amen? Hallelujah. Old hurts. People's lied to. You have been lied to? Huh? You have been deceived? Say, love presses towards the high calling, not the low life of holding a grudge. 
Well, I got a right, Brother Sullivan. No, you ain't got a right. Now, if you want to be a failure, do that. Say, we're talking about learning how to walk in the love of God. Praise God. You know, in Philippians, Paul writes third chapter and the 14th verse, that I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of Almighty God. The American Bible said, My entire attention's on the finish line as I run towards the prize which God calls me to, life on high in Christ Jesus. Living out of heaven. Living out of love. Hallelujah. Ain't love better than gossip? You know, one of the first times I ever heard anyone say something about gossip, Vanetta Copeland, Brother Copeland's mama, called a woman out and told her, said, you long tongue. And I mean, she put it on her so bad, I'm telling you, I felt sorry for her. <laughs> I mean, talk, said, you get off that telephone. Told her all she was in Camden, Arkansas. And uh, then she poured a bottle of oil on her head and all over her new dress and everything else. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wouldn't it be something spirit gift call you out and say, get off that telephone gossip. Man, it got quiet then. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Let me read you a translation. Philippians 4.13 He said, one thing I do, I forget those things which are behind and press towards, I reach towards the high calling of God. One translation said, my one thought is like a runner for whom it'd be fatal if I look back. If I look back, it's over. If I look back, he's going to pass me. If I look back, he's going to pass me and I'm going to lose the race. Hallelujah. My one thought is on the finish line. Life on high in Christ Jesus. Living out of heaven, praise God. Living out of the love of Almighty God. Praise God. Praise God. We're going to take communion this morning. So every head bowed and every eye closed. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. When Paul received... In 1 Corinthians 11th chapter, when he received from the Lord Jesus how to take communion, he said, do it in remembrance of me. He said, when you take it, this bread and this wine, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. What does he mean? That means I died with Christ. I was buried with Christ. That old man I was is gone. And this new man is connected to the love of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, do in remembrance of me. Show this until this death till I come. He goes on to say, let a man examine himself. Goes on to end, said, for if, I ju if we judge ourselves, we'll not be judged. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, let's go before God and let's judge ourselves. You got something against your grandma. You know, my mother held something against my daddy ten years after he's dead. I prayed with him to forgive him. Maybe you've been hurt as a child. Maybe, maybe you've been abused. Maybe you've been treated wrong. Maybe you, maybe you really ain't, but you think you have. Why don't you cast it over on the Lord this day? Why don't you turn it loose this day? And let's determine this day, I'm going to walk in the love of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
with every head bowed and every eye closed, let's examine ourselves. In, for, for, in Big John 14, 26, said the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he'll teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I've said unto you. Praise God. So ask the Lord. Maybe it's an old bill that you can't pay. Ask the Lord to make it right. I knew a woman had to forgive her stepdaddy. He'd been dead two years. She had to forgive her stepdaddy because he wouldn't send her to school. She made straight A's in school. And she wanted to go on and have an education and amount to something and didn't get the opportunity. And she felt like he could have done it. But he didn't. Your happiness can't center up on in a person. Your happiness cannot center up on what a, another person does. Your happiness has to be determined by one thing, what Almighty God has done for you and what He thinks of you. Hallelujah. Some of you here, I don't know, but I do know this, you're born again. So if you're born again, hallelujah, 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 you're welcome to take communion with us because we count you as a brother. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Come on. Come on, baby. Jane. Hey, Matt. Come on. Both Mike, you and Phil. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. that the Lord Jesus Christ died for us, was buried for us, and he, the old man that you was, is annihilated and you're a brand new man. He said, remember this, when Jesus took bread, he didn't take unleavened bread. He reached and got our toast, risen bread. We're partakers of the risen Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
partaking of the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't take it unworthily. We're saying, hallelujah, this represents it by His stripes we're healed. That at this day forward, we walk in the glory and the love of Almighty God. We obey His commandments. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You can stand up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.